Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And I were talking about the email that Kurt received from his friend Barry. Have you read that yet? No. Um, We have some kind of outage here since last night. I haven't been online since yesterday afternoon. Oh, okay. Well, that's why you didn't know we were on the conference call. We were emailing. So, anyway. Where are you? I am here. (laughs) Kurt, um, always. Always here. So Kurt got this email from Barry, and it says, Kurt, I got pirated last night. About 15 of the local pirates took my van. They took me to their magistrate. I accepted his oath and bond. He said, but I haven't put you under oath yet. I asked, you are the magistrate, right? He said, yes. I said, you misunderstood me. I accept your oath and bond and bind you to them. He's just an orc or something. Then I said, I waive all benefits without God. I just got a sad, disappointed look from him. No sale on this one. Then I wrote, I waive all benefits without God on their appearance summons. They pushed me out the door under eight minutes flat in and out. Never been like this before. So I guess I should do your waiver in writing. And I certainly (laughs) need a snowflake. (laughs) Maybe there is something to that. (laughs) Well, Barry Barry is one of the brighter bulbs. I mean, he's like Thomas out there. He's he's worked in the financial industry. So he knew all about the bonds and all that stuff 15 years ago plus. So mm-hmm. he contacted me a few years back, probably almost five by now, and we just keep losing touch with each other because he's trying to tap into the fund and all that stuff. So I let you know I let him go, and then he'd come back, and then we'd talk about cool stuff. So this is the first time I've heard from him in at least six, eight months. Mm-hmm. And for him to go that route and actually um, do that in, in that situation, i got to tell you something. What The last call, talk that we had was regarding insurance. And what he did is he even brought it that much simpler. When I said waive all claims without God, that presumes insurance. But he says he used waive all benefits without God, <clears throat> which cuts to the chase even, you know, faster. And and so he removed any potential insurance right there and then, which is the only source of the funding, which he re- which means he removed the the um. The incentive for the court, there was no money. He removed the very thing they were after by by, by removing the potential insurance policy. Mm. He removed it. They had no incentive to proceed. It's all about money. And he didn't buy what they were selling, insurance. Mm. So then it got Kurt and I talking about doing a little um, 
identification card, an ID card, that's just your thumbprint. So it would have three components. It would have the snowflake, it would have the waiver, and a thumbprint. And, you know, how it gets designed, we were debating it, but, um, you know, that might be a complement to the plates themselves, you know. That you you design this uh, ID, (laughs) you don't have to put a name on it because the body is your thumbprint. That's the body. That's your your identity, and then you have the waiver on it, and then you have the the snowflake. Yeah, it'd be interesting because I, I again I had another email. I should I should forward any of the snowflake plate insidi. I, I'm not, I don't think that's a real word, but it sounded fun to say. Um, <laughs> plural incidents. <laughs> but um, that I had another guy email. Uh, no, yeah, was it a woman? No, a guy. He got a flat tire on a, a major highway. He pulls over. He has the snowflake plates on. A cop comes over and says, is there anything? I mean, did you, you have some help coming? And he says, yeah. He looks at the plate. He says, hey, what about this thing here? The guy goes, private. And the cop smiles and says, okay. Mm-hmm. And, and helps him make make sure he gets the, the tow truck and he, get, he gets his thing towed off the. But my point is, is that a big part of the way those work is your attitude. Right. You know what I mean? You have to. You this has to be simple. And any patriot ideas that that they're trying to attach to the, the plate themselves is erroneous. And that's why it's important. I mean, even when I email back the one that uh, sent me the email about that the plate incident, I said a big part of it is you. It's your attitude about your position. If Again, if you're combative and you're all ready to go, then you're already in trouble. You're already in trouble, and you've placed yourself there. So, you know, these there's, there's a lot of people that, that get, that, that uh, you know, run into different police situations, and they don't have any problem with the plates. Hmm. Any problem. I, I honestly think that if we had a card that went along with it, that on the front, like I said, it might just have the, the snowflake itself. Or, uh, I mean, to identify you with the plate, it might even have a snowflake and just have the word sojourner. Mm. Right, you know, and on a, like, a, like a business card or something where it would just be really balanced, you know, but it might, or nothing. Maybe it doesn't even say sojourner. It just has the plate or the, uh, the snowflake on the, on the front that, identifies um, the plate you with the plate um, and then on the back uh, an actual thumbprint uh, a photo or a, you know whatever of your thumbprint um, with the waiver over the top of that you know I think they should be able to see the, the thumbprint clearly maybe the waiver goes over the top of the over the top of the, the snowflake that's in the background you know like a watermark yeah, like the, the the snowflake would be a watermark that matched the plate, um, mm. the soldier plate, and then on the back you just have a thumbprint. So when somebody says ID, you just hand them that. There's no doubt yeah. that that's your print. You know what? You could put one right next to it and say, "This is obviously me." <laughs> you want you want to identify me? Here it is, right here on this card, and it identifies my property or, or it identifies um, me with that society of the soldier. So I mean, it really needs to get down to something that simple. No photograph, nothing, nothing like that. But if, because they might actually make a claim to the the, the face or the uh, uh. 
a photograph, but a thumbprint, they, that, that's a claim upon your body. Not your image. Right. I don't know. Just a thought. Just... You oh, know those and, cards? And, yeah. Those plastic cards, like a credit card um, or a driver's license, uh, there's machines that are, I think they're around three grand. Um, today's probably not the day for that, but just it's not that expensive to be able to do good cards. How, fascinating. But how would you yeah. capture the, the actual thumbprint? You know what I mean? Right. It has to be a way. A friend of mine actually did it. I forgot how he did it. Oh, I think what he did is he took he he, he put a thumbprint on a extremely high gloss um, sheet of paper and then photographed it. And he used that and he created the back of the, his card that way. He actually does have something like what we're talking about. He made it <laughs> for himself. But I think if you could do it and, and have that, then that image um, transferred over to the back of a card so it doesn't come off, like a credit card, mm-hmm. a plastic card, mm-hmm. so it mm-hmm. doesn't come off. So, you know, you got a white card with a red thumbprint on the back, and on the front you have maybe even a um, – I, I know that they can do this, but you have a uh, the snowflake in the back like a hologram with the uh, – mm-hmm. Uh, the waiver written right across the top of it. You could even maybe even have your, you know, I mean, no, you don't even need it because you have the thumbprint on the back. So you're you're basically using your thumbprint as as uh, you know your mark to the waiver on the front. Well, it could be, you know, it could be something that it could be like a downloadable template. You know, and people just have to get some high-quality, um, acid-free paper and print it on that, and then burn, cut it out. You know, and then bring it wherever to get it laminated. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but we could provide the template. Yeah, I think that might be the best thing because then it's all laid out for them. All they have to do is is go do the print the it. Actual. And the waiver could even be handwritten, just like this man's. I mean, I know. I he, like I, I like the handwritten better. I mean, yeah, it, 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 I it's didn't such look a short, at his, but I yeah. think it it may have been handwritten. So people could handwrite. I mean, we could, you know, we could just so people don't get mixed up on the paper. You know, maybe the templates down below. But up above, we print out the waiver and tell them, you want to handwrite this and then get some red ink and some print. Um, and then they would have the snowflake. What if what if the waiver only consists of those words? A waiver all benefits without God. <laughs> <laughs> what if that's the waiver? I mean, certainly that did something. <laughs> you know, waiver all benefits I without God. All. I mean, that kind of covers everything, right? You're waiving it. It's all benefits, and it's without God. Yeah, so because that's, that's what the, the, the other word, yeah, it becomes redundant if you really think about it. I waive all benefits without God. That means you'll you'll accept everything with God. Right. And all their crap is without God, so you don't want it. <laughs> right. And, and and the rest of the wave, the other 30, the other 26 words or whatever, you know, they're just laying out the pattern. But if you, if, uh, if all you can... 
scrawl down on a piece of paper. You don't have to write all 33 or all 32. You just write those six or whatever. Yeah. I waive all benefits without God. That would fit on a card. (laughs) (laughs) That would certainly fit on a card. You think they'd let me on the plane if I show them that? ID, please. (laughs) Yeah. What would they do? I don't know, but you're in the dead. Huh? Stand you there, Ron? give him a profile and smile while you give him the card. Yeah. Here's your picture. See, I'm smiling. And here's... Yeah, and here's my thumbprint that identifies the very one that's standing before you. I am. I am. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That might be something. Again, though, that, that there's something to... I think you could probably, like I said, I'm trying to get this thing in so I can get a, a, a proper position um, to be able to travel comfortably without going sure. around with this stuff. You know, right. I don't want to be identif- misidentified as some property like, uh, you know, Kerlinka's over there at the county said. Oh, no, this record belongs to the state. Yeah, All right, then you're you completely... just know what property you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. But this record belongs to the state. Great. You know what? Then you have full liability for it. If it belongs to you, then obviously I can't do anything with it. It's a pretty scary position, what he just stated. Yeah. So I have no right to Curtis Richard Kallenbach, is what he's saying. But I probably really shouldn't make That's a claim of fine Curtis Richard Kellenbach anyway, ultimately. The afterbirth. Spirit so where, where are you at with that whole process? You're still working oh, on the I, letter? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, but I'm also talking to Bob Locke. Uh-huh. And Bob Locke is coming here Tuesday. Um, he's going to come into Rockford. Him and I are going to go. We're going to have a day together and brainstorm about what... Um, Josie down in Florida is doing. Now, Josie's, if you remember correctly, Josie's the gal that um, there were two women on a call. Rob, I know that you would remember this about six months ago maybe. They were on a call about, a na- you know, some name stuff. I, I don't even know if we have it in the archives, maybe. But it's me and, and two two women. Or, But here's the thing is... They're getting people out of prison, or Josie and her, her friend, based on two things. And I got, the, I got the documents. He sent it to me yesterday so I could read them. I haven't read them thoroughly yet today, but one is habeas corpus. See, what, wait, what they don't have is they don't have a body. They need mm-hmm. you to show up in order to prove their case. In other words, Curtis Richard Gallenbach or, or whatever is missing a body. No body, no evidence, no proof. You know, I mean, in other words... They can't prove ultimately Curtis Richard Kallenbach ever existed. There's no body. I mean, they're not going to bring in uh, afterbirth material because that would be... But they do have a title tied to afterbirth, so when you show up, you you provide the body. So Mm -hmm. the habeas corpus was thrown out in, what, 1863, something like that? They knew they wouldn't need it. Um, So they're actually using habeas corpus based on the information, the afterbirth information, and um, so one other document, uh, surety. Um, 
making a, a, a claim of non-surety. So those two mm. things have gotten four, according to them, and I believe Josie, according to them, they've gotten four people out of prison, including one that still had 10 years left on his on his term. Mm. So this habeas corpus, you know, uh, bring me the body, and um, this non-surety position is what they've come up with. And one is like seven pages long, and that, that might be the habeas. I'm not sure. But I'm going to read it and go over it and see if, between Bob and I, if we can incorporate that position into a document mm-hmm. that can, can preempt all future attempts. Like I said, obviously that's the only thing I'm trying to accomplish is, is to not be stopped ever. If we can tie the, the snowflake plate to a position that shows I'm not even talking about do not stop, do not detain. I'm talking about way beyond that, where they look at it and they run from it. <laughs> you know, that's that's really what I want. I don't want any hassles. I don't. I really don't. I mean, just, Rob, you asked me early in this call, how's everybody doing? I, I'm doing actually horribly because I got a text, I got a call yesterday from my son that, you know, he calls me up and says, hey, why didn't you tell me you were arrested? And I said, what are you talking about? Why would I tell anybody about anything? That's, that's private business, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and then he, got, he started getting all after me about it, and I just hung up the phone because of his attitude. Then he started texting me a whole bunch of crap about this stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, all this. He says, you're completely wasting your life, everything about whatever you're doing. I mean, you've got all this, this ability, and you're wasting it. So I have to sit and listen to my son or read texts like that from my son where somewhere along the line he found out that, you know, so I don't know whether it's he's embarrassed or he's just angry about something. But, see, that's the kind of stuff that really does hurt. Mm. Because, you know, everybody else gets to go out there and play. Everybody gets to go out and, and, and have jobs that have money coming in and they go buy all kinds of fucking toys. But I don't get to do that shit. You know, because I'm stuck with an idea. Mm-hmm. And I'm stuck with the idea that none of us should be under this goddamn thumb that they placed us under, whether it's some bullshit religion or some bullshit patriot nonsense. So I'm stuck trying to find this thing that would work for everybody. And, I, and, and that's the kind of stuff I get. You know, and that's... So to me... I, I didn't sleep because of his position or his idea of what I'm, I'm doing. Also, I get these these uh, people um, that have either uh, agreed to the golden rule and, and, and paid for some plates. One guy down in Alton, Illinois, James, I'll call him because that's his proper name. <coughs> this is a, he was a beggar. I should I mean. He, he, he said, hey, listen, I've been trying to get a hold of you for a month or two. You know, I finally got a hold of you. I mean, how do I get a hold of these plates? Blah, blah, blah. Finally, I told him, hey, listen, here's how it works. The golden rule is the only agreement between you and I. Um, he sent me a $125 money order or something. And, you know, it took longer than a week because of some other things that came up for me to to, to have everything ready to go. and 
all of a sudden he got all belligerent. And he started doing some stupid shit. So I have this 30, these 32 emails. This is a different guy, by the way, than the than one I mm-hmm. talked about on the show. And he says, yeah, I'm, I've already contacted the uh, Illinois whatever um, for for mail fraud and all kinds of shit. Wow. So I got these cocksuckers out there and, and, and these, these whiny crybabies that their only agreement, by the way, he, he failed miserably on agreement, so, I mean, the, the agreement <laughs> moved. Because do unto others as you would have them do unto, unto you is not litigious. There is nobody that would actually want to be in a, live in a litigious society. Nobody. And so, I mean, he already failed the golden rule. And the funny thing is, is I mailed him back his $125 money order. Mm. But I failed to do something. I mailed it back regular domestic mail because I just wanted to give him his money back. And now I realize because of the way this motherfucker actually exists, I have to send him another 125 with registered mail. Mm. Because I have no, because I know he has no honor. I, I'm dealing mm. with people that actually have no honor. He would never mm. admit that he received his money back. So now mm. I got to send him another 125 because I know he has no honor. Because that's 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 really what I'm I'm trying to get rid of these people. Right. I'm trying to get my, I'm trying to get away from these people. I don't want anything to do with living in a world where everything is about this bullshit. And then I got that other Edward guy. You know, he finally got me all his plates back, and and that he's bitching about not having his money back. You know, I just got the plates back from him last week. I got the postmark. So the the point is. These plates are a nightmare because there is no honor out there. There, there actually is no integrity. Nobody deserves this shit. Mm. Nobody does. I mean, I, there, I mean, I get incredible emails from people that have incredible dispositions. Cops coming up to them, and, and cops are driving away. They, I mean, because of who they are. Right. But there's no way to, to truly know who those people are. And then, but but for the two that I, I dealt, I've had to deal with against the I don't know how many people actually are, are, are traveling around that that have incredible um, stories about cops and stuff. Um, Jerry, the British woman, says, "Yeah, amazing, how many times she's had, you know, somebody drive up to her, drive past her, looking at her her little Mini Cooper with her Sojourner plates on it. She's thrilled." At, at, at the way they work so far. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's these few people. And and even the, the worst of all, though, is my son laying all this shit on me. Like, I'm wasting my life when I'm the only motherfucker I know out there trying to... Don't... I mean, don't... Obviously, I don't include you guys. I'm saying I'm mm-hmm. the only one actually out there that I know in this little area of my world that even gives a shit about his own life because everybody else doesn't care to sacrifice it. They, they just sacrifice it at the drop of a hat. You know, it means so little to them that a, a fucking pair of shoes is important. A nice pair of shoes. Yeah, look what I got. All I have to do is go suck a dick for a week and I get, I get money. Everybody's fucking prostituting themselves for this shit. You know, because, because they're sacrificing their act, their actual physical body. Think about what, at, at, at the way they work so far. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's these few people 
And, and even the, the worst of all, though, is my son laying all this shit on me. Like, I'm wasting my life when I'm the only motherfucker I know out there trying to... Don't, I mean, don't, obviously, I don't include you guys. I'm saying I'm the only one actually out there that I know in this little area of my world that even gives a shit about his own life because everybody else doesn't care to sacrifice it. They, they just sacrifice it at the drop of a hat. You know, it means so little to them that a, a fucking pair of shoes is important. A nice pair of shoes. Yeah, look what I got. All I have to do is go suck a dick for a week, and I get I get money. Everybody's fucking prostituting themselves for this shit, you know, because because they're sacrificing their act, their actual physical body. Think about that. What is, I mean, when you really do know what prostitution is, you know, when you really understand what that is, it, it's selling yourself. It, that's exactly what's being done here. Everybody's selling themselves short. They're actually sacrificing their physical existence for what? Federal Reserve notes. Mm-hmm. Something of absolutely no value. Or maybe for a pair of shoes. You know? Right. That, mm-hmm. And that's what I'm getting at is that there is no value out there. So few people actually value the time that they have. And it really hurts when it comes from my son. You know, it really hurts. He must, I don't know whether he was drunk or whatever it was, but. You know, I know why he says what he says. I know it seems disappointing to him to have me as his dad, you know, that, that you know, can pretty much do anything I want to do, and I'm doing this shit. Mm. You know, I'm doing this shit. Well, Monica, you know where I live. I don't live very, my life is not difficult. You know, it's a cute little house in a nice little area, and, and it's, it's it's pretty easy. We we eat what we want. We pretty much do what we want. I, my life is easier than anybody my son knows. As far right. as that goes, I don't have to go anywhere. I don't have to. I don't have to speak to anybody. And I'm working on having that be the totality of my existence, <laughs> where where nobody gets. By the way, Rob, I, we we had some fun with you at your expense the other day. By the way, it, I, I thought it'd be fun because I'm changing direction here because I have to. The other stuff is just too disheartening. Um, so we were sitting around the table in the backyard. You know, a bunch of us that you know, the Cooksville people and some other folks. I don't think Monica, you weren't there at the time. You were here, but you weren't there. Mm-hmm. You, you get my. Yeah, that was a joke. Um, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> we were sitting around, and and, I, and and somebody brought up the joke of that somebody at Cooksville was an agent. So who? So who was the agent? And everybody started throwing out different names. I think I think uh, this man was the agent. You know, Dale, or I think. Uh, you know, so and so is the agent, and it was really funny because they, you know, they were picking characters. They were picking characters, and I said, "Come on, folks, really think about of all the people that would be." Because I met an agent once, but I said, "Of all hmm. the people who that, that that would easily be the greatest agent out there, who would it be?" And they just looked at me and said, "It'd be Rob." <laughs> <laughs> Because he's the only one that has access to everything. He has a skill set that allows him to be close to the action right off the bat. And he came to me. <laughs> I had an agent once actually come up from Texas. I am an agent. Yeah, an you know, agent I just... <laughs> You know, and, and the funny thing was is I, I had a guy, I believe he was the CIA, and he came up in a Rockford pretending to be involved with all that Glenn Beck stuff way back then. Um, whatever that was right. called, I don't. Yeah, I don't remember what it was called. But so I that was right when I I walked to D.C. 
came back, and I was sort of the hotbed in Rockford of 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 this stuff, you know, this this whole movement of uh, this patriot nonsense. And it was um, what was it? Uh, the uh, the the what was that patriot thing that they had going on? Oh, Continental Congress. And I got elected as one of the two for Illinois. Mm-hmm. So I mean, Jonathan was his name. He comes in. He comes in from Texas. He's he's got he's got a job here in Rockford as an engineer to some company. And yet he gets in, and he's right in the thick of things. He doesn't know anybody in Rockford, but he's he's best friends with everybody almost immediately. Mm-hmm. And one, I mean, and Jonathan, it's funny because if you remember in the Truman Show where, you know, uh, Truman's best friend would show up with a six pack. Mm-hmm. That's what Jonathan would do to me. Mm. And there was one time he even said, hey, let's go hit some balls. And he had a six-pack of beer in his car already, and we went out to the driving range. It was just like out of the Truman Show. Wow. And uh, we, were, we, we were here at the house one Yeah, we were here at the house one night. You know, there was a bunch of people. And Jonathan was, was good because he mixed it up, man. He drank. He, he, you know, he, he had girlfriends around here. But it was so weird because he, as soon as it didn't work out for him, as soon as I was no longer part of this stuff, he had a new job out in Connecticut. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, that quick, as soon as it wasn't happening for him, you know, all of a sudden he got, you know, reassigned or, or I don't know what, he or he, but he, he, had, he had a different job out in Connecticut. That's how quick. He was only here like six months. Even bought a house, everything. It was so easy for him, you know, but he had ties to Texas money and all kinds of crap. So I was, so so one night we're, we're talking and everybody's pretty much drunk. And I looked at Jonathan, I, I laughed, I said, you know, I looked right in his eyes and I said, <laughs> even though you're an agent, no. I said, I, I said, it doesn't matter to me because you're, you're my friend and I got no. nothing to hide. And he looked right at me and he just smiled. He didn't deny it. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't deny it. And, and you know, the funny thing was, is we were still friends, huh. but, but it was because I had nothing to hide. I, I wasn't doing anything clandestine or, you know, but right. uh, and but it was funny. He just looked right at me, and he was drunk too. But he didn't say anything. He didn't say, "Oh, come on." Right. Nope. He just looked right at me and smiled, and never he never even said a word about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought, there you go, there you go. But all these other idiots that that are so worried about, you know, being I mean, all the paranoids. I don't care. I, 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 there's nothing I'm doing that scares anybody at all. You know, it might be kind of weird to see some of this stuff come up or, or Kurlenko's. When I, when I talked to Bob Locke yesterday, he says, wow, that's pretty amazing that the deputy state's attorney was, met you there. He said, that's pretty interesting to me. I said, really? He says, oh, yeah. So there's something, you know, they're trying to figure out, you know, what you're up to, but... Um, and he says, I don't see any problem. I said, well, neither do I. You know, I'm just I, I'm just either getting out from underneath the claim, you know what I mean, which is how what I really think could they, How many ways could they effectively obstruct you with plausible deniability? Well, I think Obviously that's what's happening. The state's attorney was a good, was a good move. Well, yeah, because they, he was very clear about two things, but one was kind of strange. Is number one is um, this was not a legal issue. That, I, that on my paper, the document I sent to the county 
was not within the legal realm, which identified a lawful position. Mm-hmm. And he said it very clearly. Legally, there's nothing, there's no remedy for you on this. Legally. And the second thing he said was, the original record belongs, belongs. Did he say the state of Illinois or the state? Uh, you know, you asked me remember. that. I don't yeah, I'll have, to, I'll have to watch that thing again because, I mean, the state would make more sense because it's easier. But, I mean, if you said the state of Illinois. But he said the record, the original record, which implies all subsequent issues belong to the state. Right. That means everything, every time that, 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 that a new issue is created, or a new, it's all insurance. It's an right. insurance issue. It's a poli- insurance policy. So that's why I think when Barry, to get back to Barry then, finally, in my circuitous form, <laughs> tied Barry, you <laughs> tied all back up. Barry said it all, man. He, he, he actually identified, when I say I waive all claims without God, you know, that's, that's using one word more. I mean, it's a bigger it's bigger. It, it encompasses more. The scope is larger for the word claim. Waive all mm-hmm. claim. Where he said benefit. I waive all benefit without God. So he's actually going one step. He's, he's taking it a step inside mine, and he's identifying the beneficiary status. He's saying, I'm, I'm waiving the beneficiary status. That's what he said. Right. And that's why I think it's so powerful what he did. And, and I think that m- might be the thing you put on your card. I mean, you might be, you might want to put the waiver on the record, which you've done. But but when it comes down to that little card right there, I waive all benefit without without God. And then on the back you have a thumbprint. And you have to, and you know and you have the sojourner plate underneath or the sojourner um, snowflake underneath your I waive all benefit. And um, so it identifies you as a member of the Society of the Sojourner, which, again, is a stranger within a strange land and not subject to public debt. There you go. It's all connected. Yeah, that would be me. That would be me. Yeah. So, I mean, hey, I mean, uh, could I see some ID? (laughs) Here you go. (laughs) Well, there's no photo here. No, that would be a graven image. I don't deal with graven images. That, the thumbprint on that document right now is a living thumbprint because I still have it on my thumb. It's <laughs> oh. clearly me. Yeah. Yeah, look at that, though. Like the that. print itself represents the living man because you still have the print on your thumb. Yep. So the print on the paper is living. It's a living position, life, whereas a photograph, you know, look at that. The photograph itself, you have a different pair of clothes on, your hair is different. It's frozen in time. Whereas the thumbprint is not frozen in time because it's still alive. It's still it's still you. Mm, yeah, there's something about that. So I think I, I think that'd be some something that we could maybe maybe if we can get a a template. But my buddy Bob up in up in uh he came down he was the one from the north northern Wisconsin that came down that day, that afternoon. He didn't stay. stay. But he actually made something similar to this, he did, and, and it was that simple. He put the whole waiver on it, I think. Or did he put the um, 
He might have, it might have had something to do with my my uh, copyright, my common law copyright. Maybe that's what he's carrying with the thumbprint and the Sojourner uh, snowflake, the Cook snowflake. So anyway, I think that I, I would carry that easily. Easily. Well, Rob, maybe we can work on on that um, <laughs> creating a template. I'm gonna I'm gonna look into it. But um, do you have any artwork files for from that place? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I can dig up the very one that I used um, for the plate itself, which you know he just he just adjusted it to the size that I wanted so it would be centered. But uh, yeah, it's, I'll, I'll, what I would do is I dig up I think I'd dig up the same color even you know the same within the same uh, the same hue. Right, I'll do a color pick so it's precise. Yeah, yeah. automatically precise. Um, can we make it look like it's on bond paper? Nice. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. I wonder the the plate itself could be. The, I mean, wow. I wonder about that. The plate. I mean, they're all they're all the same. Obviously, they're all and they're they're all. Monica, did you see the plates? Oh, I was just thinking about that today. I was like, why didn't I like stop to look at that whole process that Kurt? I saw Crystal over at the Explorer taking pictures. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, she did take pictures. I, of it, yeah. So I'll ask her for the picture. But I don't know why I didn't stop. Like. I don't know. Uh, my head was like elsewhere, but that was stupid of me. <laughs> no, I'm just wondering. Uh, I'm wondering if yeah, I, I actually like just, I just like the snowflake itself, you know, yeah. because it on a on a beautiful white bright card or something. Yeah. You know, it would be interesting to have that uh, snowflake on just all all by itself, unless that's where the. Uh, but maybe not. Maybe the, the snowflake is the identifier on the front. And then on the back, like I said, we might be able to, if it's just one line and a thumbprint, Yeah. you know, maybe we just, because the beautiful thing is that you could actually scrawl, you know, I waive all, all benefit without God, and then the thumbprint. Now you have yeah. your attestation or your, your actual waiving of the claim with the thumbprint on the, on the proper side. It's beautiful. So, so who waives the benefit? The one that owns the thumbprint. Where is the thumbprint? Well, it's on the document, it's on the paper, and it's on my right thumb. <laughs> the living man. They match. Yeah, they match. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. They match. I'm, like, tempted to use this when I'm flying, you know, but I have to tell you, Kurt, that, you know, I think there's something about loved ones um, being agitated by the energy and um, kind of like the gunk is getting stirred up because my mom, who's flying tomorrow, is staying here with me uh, until then and has been very sour towards me uh, because she she's convinced herself that I'm in a cult. She thinks she, that... She's right, and you're trying to get out of it. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Because she thinks she thinks that this group, you know, not that there's even really a, a group. It's just people who've come together because they all share something in their heart. But she feels that you know I'm being brainwashed and um, 
which is really afraid. And it soured our, like, relationship here at the end. And oh. it's unfortunate, you know, but so I hear you, like, that coming from your son is coming from my mom. It it hurt, but at the same time, you just have to recenter into what you know is truth, you know, and and so that's what I'm doing. It's like I'm just recentering into what I know as truth, and it's sad that my mom doesn't get that, but I also um, I get why she doesn't get it, you know, and that's okay because I know. You know, as long as I know why I'm doing this, then it's okay. And yeah, you know what? It is It is still for the love of your mother, for the love of your family, for the love of my son. That that See, that's the thing is he doesn't know how much grief this shit gives me. But because it's so important and jobs and money is not even on the scale, yep. um, he doesn't get it. My I have a brother that multi-millionaire radiologist in Chicago, you know, has everything you can imagine. Uh, my other brother is, is, you know, a little bit different, but he has a family and he just does what he wants to do, always has. You know, I have a sister selling real estate out in Arizona that just doesn't give a rat's ass about anything, but but seriously, she's, she, don't get me wrong, I love all my family, but they completely have bought into this lie. Right. And, and and the whole thing is is that I would prefer to have a G6 at my disposal. I would prefer to have a driver that picks me up and drops me off occasionally when I'm not driving my my uh, two million dollar uh, Bugatti. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I would prefer that because then I I'm not stuck down here in, in the plebes or with the sheeple. I don't I don't need to be here down here with in the quag. The, the mire of Quag or the pool of Seth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Rob, for that. I, I don't need to be down here. You know, trying to try, you know, I, I, we could probably escape this stuff fairly easy by by becoming, you know, what what they want you to become. But there has to be a way for everybody to benefit truly from reality. Right. And and the the, the only thing I suffer is is my family and and my friends not knowing why I do what I do. And you know yeah. what? I don't expect them to. Right. But, but it, it, you it know, hurts. It, it does hurt, you know, and it hurts that my mom is like, you know, that there's a coolness between us because of a erroneous position that she's taking. She, But she's choosing it, you know. So it's like I just have to accept that. And, and it's okay, you know, that's her choice and that's, you know, what she wants to believe. It's not my truth. I know why I'm doing this. I trust that in my heart, you know, um, but it, it's it's kind of like this, this system operates through those close to us. If they're being unconscious, then that energy can filter through them and then kind of try to attack us in a way, you know. So You just well, have to be aware of that, you know, and, and stay centered in your truth because you know why you're doing this and you you trust. There's that full faith, you know. You have to have full faith and trust in God. That's exactly what it is. And and, and I think the scary word for most people that have known me all my life is for if, if everybody hears the word faith or God, now they think I've totally gone off. 
because they don't understand. They don't know my position on God. So now, now I really have gone. You know, is he is he wearing sandals? Off the deep end. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, I just wanted to share that with you. You know, because I I get uh, it. It's, but at the same time, you know, it it boils down to why your motive. You know, and you know why. And there's that full faith, you know, and what you know is true. Yeah, and and it's too obvious for us, some of us now, you know, some of the the interesting receptions I've been getting for that uh, thing that uh, Dee and Shannon put together, the Born Alive stuff, that that could get some legs. And all it's going to do is get people to start thinking differently. Just enough yeah. to yeah. go, you've got to be kidding me. Because yeah. Kerlinkus admitted that the title, ultimately the, the, the record itself doesn't belong to me. Right. So if it doesn't belong to me, then neither does that life. Right. That the life cool. of Curtis Richard Kallenbach doesn't belong to me. So whose is it yeah. is my question. Yeah. So, old. yeah. <laughs> It really was on his part. Like, wow, you really did just say that. More than once. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's yeah, that's where, like I said, that that's. I think we can use that. I, I'm 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 I gotta re-listen to it so I know in my I know exactly what he said so I can either put the state in there or the state of Illinois. Um. I, I think they're the one and the same thing myself. You know, I think they all fall under the same umbrella now. But again, I'm trying to stay. Away, I'm trying to stay away from that stuff as much as possible because of even Barry. The fact that what Barry experienced was so obvious. This is about an insurance claim, and and it's about motive. I've always known people do not do anything unless they have a reason to do it. And the motive for these people to drag you into their private courts is to tap into that fund. And that fund is their only motive. There, there has nothing to do with, with law anymore. This has to do with business. And so it is about finding a way to tap into that giant insurance policy. And if you waive your claim to that character, there is no insurance on you. And if there's no insurance, they have no motive to deal with you at all because it doesn't exist. And what Barry said yeah. is that we've all benefit without God. There is no insurance policy in play. Boot him out to the street because there's not, we can't extract anything from him. Isn't that funny how it hits them right in the pocketbook, even though that's not your intention? Like your intention is just to be left alone, but it winds up bullseyeing. Mm. Yeah, it's a bullseye. It is a bullseye, and and you can't you can't say it any other way than by by taking away all of it with he what he found to be six words. I, I got it down to thirty three. He got it down to six. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'm I'm like curious. My friend, um, she's been hassled by she's having trouble paying off her student loan debt, and for years she just hasn't been paying, and she gets hounded all the time. So I wonder if if she submitted something like this. You know, I waive all benefit without God, and then do a thumbprint, just her lowercase first name, and submit that. Happen. You know, yeah. 
Actually, she can probably say, can I see the correct sentence structure, communication, parse syntax grammar for the avoidance of the perjury? <laughs> or... <laughs> I waive all benefit without God. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's where it's going to come down to, because the spirit-filled man, it goes right, it goes right back to Unum Sanctum. God is life, and it's only in the present. So the spirit-filled man is to be judged by no other man. So the, 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 the Roman Catholic Church has given an out to everybody that, that basically is claiming life, which is God, and they know it. So, and that's why they also make God so hard to hold on to, because they make it religious. So guys like me can't hold it. I can't, I can't, I can't buy into that nonsense, that, that religious God. But I can definitely buy into the concept of life. And, and God being all of the, the very thing that brings energy or life to us, to everything. Yep. So, if, and, and, and I, that, that, I don't have to buy into that. It just is. Right. Call it God if you want, or, or what they did in, in the Declaration of Independence, they said nature's God, but, you know, to, to be a little more clear, or to, to differentiate between religious God. So, I mean, I didn't want to differentiate because I didn't want to pigeonhole. So if I just say God, it's both. It's anything it mm. needs to be from my position. God is whatever it needs to be for me and whatever I believe it to be. If it's nature's God, I don't have to say nature's God. Although I said nature in the the uh, in the uh, waiver in vivos, it says nature, but with capital N to be clear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But but I, I mean that that to me is it. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to go Barry's route. I, I already have the shit on the record, and so there's no doubt where I stand. I think that from this point forward, you just you, you have to let go of the, the policy itself. And when you let go of the policy, you let go of the public policy, which is an insurance policy for those that don't believe. Remember, all our money, everything in this in this so-called republic says, in God we trust. And and all you have to do is say, but all right, I, I waive all claims without God or all, all benefit without God. And now mm-hmm. the fund is there for you to use without any other attachments or dragging mm-hmm. around the afterbirth. So have you given any more thought about how you're going to hand this, hand it in? Yeah, I already have. I have about five paragraphs written. Um, but I, I mean, because of Barry's thing this morning, mm. uh, I might actually, I might have some fun with it. And, uh, at the very end, put that down. It just, you know, I already, you know, in, in other words, identify a lot of the problems for my own, just for fun. So they're squirming that I know. But at the very end, you know, use Unum Sanctum and, and say, you know, I, I waive all benefit. I've, I've made it very clear that I waive all benefit without God. And then will you make an appointment with a bishop and just hand him a letter or send it? Because um, I was... I was talking no, I, no, no, because remember, these are these are people that are handling the courts. The uh, uh, the circuit clerk for the county is handling the business of the county, and and, so and and his name is Thomas Klein, and Thomas Klein is the one that handles all the business of the. You know what I mean? So if I get an appointment, or if I if I get a meeting with uh, Thomas Klein, and I I put all this stuff in, you know, just for the hell of it, knowing full well that basically you just say, no, nah, I waive all benefit without God. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, you always have that out. And like like Barry said, they just kicked him out in eight minutes. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think that's all of those resources. 
to get that van. Yeah. That was a waste of money. Well, but there, but remember that the payoff, there's a prize at the end for them, unless there isn't. The prize is right. the insurance policy. Yep. If the guy's not making a claim of, of, of a need for insurance of the future, because that's what the insurance, what is all insurance is future. Right. I think. All insurance is futures. It's it's a bet, you know, that, that you'll need it. I bet that I won't because, in fact, I don't bet at all. That's By the way, all these movies that show these guys like in Ocean's Eleven, they're always in Las Vegas. Odds. Nature doesn't have odds. It just is. So you just mm-hmm. live with it. You live with okay. What is as opposed to, you know, how to how, how can I guarantee a better result? Well, I wonder if um, I I spoke with that gentleman Philip uh, Philip Phil Whitehead, and um, he was talking about um, doing. I took notes, but obviously I've talked to him again. But an administrative law judgment through the ecclesiastical court of record, you basically get a default judgment, but it's all done through the mail. Do you know anything about that? That would make sense. A default judgment. Yeah, undoing their judgment. Yeah. Because the initial judgment is the reason in 1934 they put that declaratory judgment out front. The de- they declared that that afterbirth is something, is this. Mm-hmm. And and from that point forward, everybody's been living through it. In other Curtis Richard Kallenbach is the afterbirth child that is subject to the declaratory judgment, which automatically makes you, you in this other position, welfare state. Yeah, so that's what he was saying, to do it through the mail. Domestic mail? Um, I would have to talk to him again um, or see if he would be open to doing a call with us and just talking to us about that process. He's, you know, he's kind of like a Thomas Ford of the House of McFadden. He's very, uh, has a lot of information, yeah, stored up in his head, but he was kind of talking fast, like, Thomas does, and he's just like, and then he did this, and then da, 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 da. <laughs> so what I wrote down was through the mail, ecclesiastical court of record, default judgment, and then it's an administrative law judgment. Yep, because that's what that's what Kerlinkus was telling me. This is not a legal. There is no legal remedy for this. But that it would be an ecclesiastical issue, not a civil issue. Yep. So, so wouldn't yeah, so, probate still be civil, or is probate ecclesiastical? Well, yeah, it's dealing with that spirit aspect, or devoid of spirit aspect of that second character, second coming. Right. You know, to be to, that's the technical side in my head. That's the way they did it. They said, okay, we got this other child born alive, but it's devoid of spirit. So it needs salvation. It needs a Christ for it, and we will provide that Christ through the vicar, i.e. the Pope. But only to the 
the afterbirth material. We don't need that because we have it, which is why the spirit, spiritual man shall be judged by no other man. So, I think well, I think it's it's actually there's something even more than that though, and Barry proved it. That yeah. everything that that what's his face was just talking about administrative blah 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 is for that character. Right. So to let go of that character is to waive, you know, all benefit without God. And 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 so they established a beneficiary called Curtis Richard Collenbach. And that, that beneficiary is the one that's been institutionalized or whatever and has its own accounting and everything else. That is what he did administratively is deal with that. But for some reason, it, to me, to even acknowledge that farce bothers me. I, mm-hmm. I, in inter vivos, I said, all of that waste material should have been handled differently, you know, without all this bullshit. So, yeah, I'm waiving all, all benefit without God. But you guys know that you established Curtis Richard Kallenbach on the afterbirth. You know mm-hmm. you did. I'm calling it what it is, a farce. So, but but if you if you knew you had protection, as simple as saying I waive all benefit without God, then you could go after not I mean not trying to get something, but you could go after these people and and get them to acknowledge their position because they they would have no authority anymore and no incentive to go after you, other than to shut you up. So would you go to this probate the clerk and just talk to him as in like hey can I turn this in to you or or just go in assuming I think that's what I'm going to do. I, I, yeah. I, that's what I want to do. I want to show up there and say, uh, this this is state property, apparently. And I have an authenticated piece of state property, which according to these five files here, they're on the lower left-hand corner of the authentication, this is equal to an original. So, I mean, what's really weird about having an authenticated certificate of live birth you're holding ultimately an original, but the state right. is making a claim that it is their property. Now, he might believe that, but that might be where, you know, you draw the line. Remember that that's the property that has the fund attached to it. You can free yourself of it, but I don't think you're going to be able to get anything from that account if you just free yourself of it. I don't like the fact that they took my name, and, and I'll tell you who else won't. Is Pericles won't like this at all. He won't like giving up that live birth record because he says, that's my property. That name was mine. Mm. It's not my name. It's my property. Curtis Richard Kallenbach is my property. It was always intended for me, which is, by the way, the way I'm writing this letter. My parents didn't, never had an, an, any intent to, you know, give that title any afterbirth material. Right. So I'm 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 gonna to try to have some fun knowing that I could probably escape all their garbage. You know, with especially with what I got today from Barry. I, I I really want I, I think it might be that easy. You're driving down the road, you get in trouble, whatever, they give you a ticket, you send the tickets back with I waive all benefit without God and put a thumbprint on there with the lowercase Curtis or whatever. And never mm-hmm. deal with these, these guys again, you know? But that's still just a Band-Aid. So getting, I know. you know, that root 
issue for me Which, it's kind of like we're at that place of okay well where do we you know make we've made our position known but now we have to take that final step of like okay this is my position and I'm telling you because you know who is in charge ultimately of this whole charade well they do they and do differentiate they do differentiate the legal name. You know, one Christian name, one surname is, is a common law legal name. Uh, but, but first, middle, last is called an individual. So they're differentiating that. So Curtis Gallenbach is an extremely safe position um, if I'm laying claim to some Christianity. But Christianity, what, what, does, does Christianity actually claim Jesus Christ? Maybe. Maybe. But I, I actually think that um, by turning in and again, Pericles won't like this because he he thinks that middle name that's his father's name, just like it's my father's name, Richard Curtis Richard. Richard's my father's name. He said, "I don't feel like I should have to give that up." And you know, maybe you don't. Maybe you sign it, you know, whatever his whole name is, and then just write, you know, a waiver, the six six words or whatever, along with it, just to be clear. But go ahead. Do you remember that lady you sent me that um, audio where she was breaking down the Bible as a map to a name change, and the name change really wasn't changing the letters. It was changing who owned the name. And when she finally got through the probate and got all the way to the end, you know, their 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 position was that, oh, this was just a mistake. We just have to clean up the mistake. That's and Josie. She, that's, that's the gal. Yeah, that's the gal that has this this other stuff going on with habeas um, corpus and a uh, the surety, the, the release of surety or something like that. That's her. Oh, okay. Small world. Yeah, but she didn't like she didn't like the outcome of that. She she said that it still didn't change what she thought it would change. Right. Be, because remember, the state just made a claim that they still own it. They they own the original record, regardless of whatever's changed. And he remember mm-hmm. also, Donico, right. and he, what he said. He says, and it can never be changed. Yes. Well, did you read that email from Ginny? She sent it to you and I, Kurt. Um, Rob, I read it to you where she's talking about Buck, and they're on this group, uh, Legal Deception Facebook group. And he said something in a post, and she privately reached out to him. And I think it was about this guy who got out of the system. So he says to her, um, he overnighted his documents to Lamar, Georgia this morning. It is a superior land court formed in 1776. And I spoke to Bill Hewitt, the recorder, this morning. He said he would most likely have it recorded and return my docs within a week. Then you file for a name change, and when you get the new name, the judge will give you a decree, and you notify a list of agencies that the clerks will give you, and you are out of the system. We are still working on the revestment of your trust account and moving you from a debtor to a pledger account within the de jure United States Treasury and not the de facto U.S. Treasury. But that that sounds like what, what she's doing, is that the name change... Changes your status. Yeah. Um, but but I, 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 yeah. And I remember telling her, I don't recall, um, I mean, changing a name from one thing to another, it's never been my name. 
Right, and, right, and right. That's what's so weird so, about this stuff is right. I've never had an all-caps name because it's not a name right. at all. And Curtis Richard Kallenbach is not a name either because it's a title. So I'm not sure what they're talking about. I know what they're implying, but I, I, well, I really, I myself am not sure about any name changes that apply to the living. I still think it's all tied to the thing that they're la- that the state is saying that original record. That's why there's two positions, on the record, off the record. I mean, are, are living people off the record? And on the record is the, is the world stage? Right. Is that, is that really how it lays out? Is off the record you and, you know, us just talking, and on the record is us playing our roles? Right. The state's laying claim to the record. The original record. <clears throat> Now that I think of it, the name change was from the all caps to the upper and lower. So there was a um, some style change that she achieved through that process. And apparently it restored her control of it, but probably only into a limited capacity. Like she maybe saw a difference between be- before going through all of this and then when she's completed, but... Um, it probably just changes some kind of civil status. Maybe, maybe she's not civilly dead, but there's a, there's something else about that though because he didn't care. Kurlinkus did not care what record I had in my hand. And by the way, yeah. he had in his hand the actual letter that I sent to her. Yeah. So he had all the information. And that's why I asked him, did you read this? And, of course, he tried to skirt that a little bit. He says, well, if it's in here. See, he didn't want to admit that he actually read it because now now there's no plausible deniability. (laughs) He didn't want to admit that he actually read it. If you listen to what he's saying, he doesn't really answer. Um, Well, would you – I didn't get to really ask Phil – we kind of spoke about other things, but um, would you be interested in having him come on and talk about what he has achieved? Um, I He didn't tell me, but he was telling Blake that he has basically done something so that he's in control of the straw man and he can just, you know, put it on like a glove, like a puppet, and then he's or, he's moving it around while he's, doing stuff in commerce, and then when he's done, he just takes it off and then goes back to living. But, um, you know, when I spoke to him, he he was saying that he would be open to, like, a roundtable discussion, um, you know, have people come together and everyone kind well, of puts their I, heads I together. Would, if, if that were true, I would want people that already had an idea of where... Um, where I'm coming from, you guys obviously have, you understand why the afterbirth is important because that, that's what, that's the doppelganger. That's, yeah. that's the other version of you that they've created with, with DNA that, that is so similar or even identical in some cases that they can use you as surety to their claim upon that, that original record. That's how they're doing it. They're not, that's why there is no slavery. There's only voluntary right. servitude. So they they have something in their possession, but we can't find our way home to the world of the living. So all they have is the dead the dead entity or the decedent. So 
if if we had a round table, I would prefer people that understood at least the fundamentals of of what has happened, and 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 not people like that that are you know the the other people out there like uh, right. the Borises of the world because right. they can't they don't see the the first cause yet. They, he still can't see the first cause right. or the second cause, as it were. Right. The doppelganger yeah. special. Yeah, the, the, the little shit. The little shit. The number two. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Carrey, well, wasn't he selling insurance? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, in a was. show, he was yeah. selling insurance. Yeah. He told those twins he's got a doppelganger special <laughs> that they can't refuse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And there's that goose-stepping Kaiser chicken behind him. Yeah. <laughs> look that up. Did you ever look that up to see what what it actually represents? Mm-hmm. No. Ah, oh, God, it's just just crazy. And then the Colonial Homes. There's that other one back there at some point. Colonial Homes that they're selling. Colonial Homes. You know, a house. Yep. Anyway, so yeah, let's if you, if you could do something like that. But now, did you want to? Did um, were we going to just quickly at least discuss the? Uh, yeah, we have something. To the do notice this. for the XYZ being available? Yeah. Yeah, we want to go over that. Sample just to get things, you know, started. So there's a draft. I don't know if both of you have seen the ones I sent you. Yeah, I mm-hmm. it. Yeah, well, it yeah. actually it actually looked pretty good, you know, the way it was written. Um Straight to the point. Yeah, I didn't want to hype you or anything. Put more information. Click here. I'm just trying to sell the click. Yeah, that's basically it. Sell the click. Yep. Get them in the web. They can get tangled up over there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm going to... This week, I'll work on the... um, uh, the waiver anyway. I was going to send you over the other... Uh, I'm going to eliminate some of those brackets. <laughs> or whatever they are. What kind of little... bracket are you running over there? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, that, at least it'll get it, get those weird symbols out of there or make it... But, uh, yeah, it's tough couple of days. I know, Monica, like you said, it's really, really tough if it's your mom. Because yeah. especially especially when she's leaving. I mean, yeah. that's, a, that's a horrible yeah. feeling to have, you know, to have her leaving, going that far away and, and feeling that there's something wrong with you. Yeah. yeah. I know. But I've explained it. Blake has explained it, you know, but she's, like, convinced so, you know, I just got to let it go. Um, I'm looking on the the membership overview. Did you want to keep private consultation? That, to me, would suggest that people would have access to Kurt one-on-one. I don't know. I don't... That was under... Yeah, that was under the context of maybe one call a month that was just private for members only. Yeah, that would be that. That'd be fine. I I just don't want to do anything one on one because I don't have I really don't have anything to offer. 
You know, I mean, where I'm at right now, um, it just, I don't have it. Maybe we call it community calls or something instead of private consultation. Because to me, if I'm in a desperate situation and I see that, I'm thinking, wow, I get one-on-one with Kurt. Right, I mean, my... It it could be a private member call. Or a members-only call. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. A members only call because that way it it, it it makes a position that you have to be a subscriber or a member, you know, in order to even be have access to the call. Yeah. Yeah. Because because the number will come through your membership or, or whatever. Right. We'll have a private number for that. Yeah. And during the call, I can validate, you know, who's on it and. Goodbye. If your number's not, like, yeah. not on the list yeah. or whatever. Uh, uh, Thomas, uh, you you seem to be on five different numbers there. Is that you? That's <laughs> <laughs> funny. Yeah, I I figured out what happened with Hans that night. Uh, remember, I was telling you he showed up nine times. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Simultaneously at different times and all that, but. Um, that's just the software. When I, I, when he was talking to you, I changed his name from anonymous to Hans, and then it assigned it to everything that was anonymous. <laughs> so that was. Uh, so I figured that one backed out of that. <laughs> um, I also saw uh, some names pop up, like on the Monday night call that uh, mm-hmm. I didn't recognize. I saw Greg Groper on there and was kind of, you know, I'm wondering how are people getting to this call? But um, I know that Greg's kind of uh, closer to the, you know. Yeah, did did, did we, I, I didn't give it to him. I'm just wondering, um, I mean, he's pretty resourceful when it comes to finding shit. I guess. I mean, I mean, did, was there anybody else that you? I don't remember them. I just knew that I wanted to talk to you about how strict you want to keep that Monday night call. Um, you know, what I think we should try to. Yeah, I think we we should try to keep it fairly strict because you know it's not the same as the Tuesday. Tuesday, right. and, and I and I really would like to, to Tuesdays. Uh, I really would like to just do fun shit, you know, where people are like, wow, that's that's pretty interesting and not get real heavy on Tuesdays because, I mean, it would get heavy, obviously, you know, like this week. Oh, by the way, I'll send you some stuff so we can get, I would get maybe a, an invite out tomorrow and out Tuesday or, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So people are Yeah, if you can, we were going to talk to you about that. Yeah, if you can get stuff to him today, then we can send a MailChimp announcement tomorrow, and then again on Thursday. Is right. that right, here's Rob? A, yeah. Yes. Here's a technical obstacle: is that we can o- with our free account, we can only send 2,000 emails in any 24-hour period. So because we're over 1,100, I think we're like at 1,130 or something like that. You send one out, you can't send a second one out within the same 24 hours. So um, what that means is, don't you know, like we're going to do two days in a row, make sure that 
Um, they're 25 hours apart. Five o'clock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that is the end of the day because then yeah. I can't send it out until, you know, dinner time the night of the call or something. Yeah. Well, that should be good. If, if Kirk can get some content to you today, then you'll have time to design something to go out tomorrow, whatever time, and then another reminder on Tuesday. I think that will work. And then yeah. Monday night, you still want to do that for the Kooks civilians? We'll just get together and open the line, talk to people. You can share if there's something present. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I think we need to bring all the Kooks civilians up to speed in terms of uh, what happened last week, what it has shifted within you in terms of how you're approaching it so that people aren't still thinking about, okay, where do I drill the hole in the Bible? You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And what's funny about that is that, that nothing's really changed. It's just that right. it hasn't it hasn't gotten to them yet. Right. So, and that's what's and and Barry that was huge for me today to have Barry say that because it, it I mean again he used a word that was specific to insurance. You know, as beneficiary. You, you know what I mean? A truck or. Be- mm-hmm. Yeah, and maybe that's what we open with is, you know, we read what Barry sent, and then it's it opens the floor to that discussion, and then we can open the lines and people can ask questions. Yeah, that I think that's the best because the, the waiver intervivos is, is, is basically, that's what it's attempting to do. It's actually trying to, on paper, do what Barry made clear in his, his position. I mean, mm-hmm. in reality, in his physical sub- Stance. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, so he, and that's why. I mean, uh, and I really want to reiterate what it is we're trying to do. We're trying to do it so there's, we don't have to keep doing what Barry did. And that's that's always <laughs> been my position is to make it end. You know, right. make it end so we don't have to keep doing this. But also, I think that you're going to have to have eventually a plate that identifies your position that has already been terminated. So, I mean, to me, these things go hand in hand. <laughs> Sorry, I'm <What>? having this, <laughs> I'm having this image of, like, having you send me some plates and I wear them on me like a necklace. <laughs> and then when I'm getting on the plane, I go and for my ID, I give them <laughs> a little card. Full-size. You know? Full-size plates. I mean, but why wouldn't that work? It's on the car. Why can't I wear it on my body? Well, you would hang it off the back of your belt. <laughs> well, I could hang one off the back of the belt, and then I could wear one as a necklace or on my front, you know, like a vehicle, front and back. I'm the vehicle. I mean, why wouldn't that right. work? And they ask me for ID. I give them ID, and basically they can't, if I'm wearing the Sojourner plates, they can't harm me. They can't really question me. I have my ID card where I'm waiving all benefits without God, so they they can't hurt me. You're a foreign dignitary. You should be able to pass right through. Wow. Well, I'm curious. Yeah. Yeah, I other mean, than a psych, other other than a psych evaluation, I think you, you're good to go. <laughs> 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 
But would they be able to do that to me? How about one of the, just a giant ass sandwich board? <laughs> Why not? Why not get a T-shirt? Get a T-shirt. Get a T-shirt and print that on it. And, and you wear so when it. you're tra- when you're traveling, you just got a plate in the front and a plate in the back. Yeah. <laughs> My vessel is properly noted. All right, and then you have then you have your ID. I mean, I'm serious though. I know it sounds goofy, but I'm serious. Like, why wouldn't that work? Tra- your 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 travel shirt. Yeah. I am traveling. <laughs> but it's that the plates themselves are copyrighted, so then we would have to copyright the design on the T-shirts, which maybe would be different, right? But I think if I wore the plates... No, you don't wear the plate. You wear the, the, the snowflake on your on your pocket, like a, like a, a you know, uh, your team logo. Right. So the snowflake is the identifier to the sojourner, not the plate itself, because that's a copyrighted piece of material. But the but the, the the snowflake identifies the sojourner. So now all you have to do is have this really cool blue snowflake on all your shirts. Hmm. On, you know, you know on, whether it's on a lapel or, you know, on a shirt pocket. Well, then why couldn't we do the snowflake and then on the back do the I Wave All Benefits Without God and a digital thumbprint? Why don't I just record <laughs> the the snowflake with the waiver attached to it? And so on the right. record, those that are that are that have that cooked snowflake are attached are to waving. the waiver. Yeah. I like that. Because um oh. the snowflake itself, you know, when I went to do the um are you a sojourner? Like the artwork for it, I Google imaged Cook Snowflake, and you know there's tons of them. So hmm. the snowflake by itself, I'm not sure is distinctive enough. But if you use a certain like color and name and name the color, call it what it is. Yeah. So, so it right. so it has, it's like you know Green Bay Packers have certain color yellow, certain color green. And those two colors together equal the Green Bay Packers colors. It's it's a combination. It's a it's a uh, what is it a what would a, a compo- it's a composition. Composition. It's a composition. It's a it's like like a, a recipe. And not for disaster. <laughs> and if you put put those words on it, um, I think you've you've created what you require. What I should do is identify the colors, actually use the name that they call it, the blue. So on, on the uh, recording, it has this snowflake with this color. You know what I mean? Mm. Yep. And, and, and associate that color cook snowflake with the waiver. So all of that, that there with that color scheme is now identified with the waiver. So now only, only the, the snowflake is required to identify the waiver. Right, 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 right. Right. Now it's time for some flags. <laughs> <laughs> you knew where I was going with that. That's right. Now, now it's time for some flags. Now you have a new standard, a much higher standard. I oh really like this. 
Is that the high? Yeah, uh, yeah I'm sorry, but you, I can't lower my standards down to where you guys are at. Uh, this is this is where I, this is my standard here, and it's the snowflake, the cook snowflake, where it's you know where it's a waiver. It actually identifies the very waiver that you live by. And I mean, I guess you could put on your document the uh, the number the, um, for when you get it recorded, so that if they need to verify your position, yes, the you number your, is right your, there. Your recording number, yeah. Or, but but actually, it should be the same recording because if I go do it and it just be, it's done. Oh yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. You do. Yeah, it. all it needs is one number to go with every one. But will it have to have our? Or so you wouldn't even do any names. You would just no. do the image itself with the waiver as a standalone document. Yeah, I would That's just figure beautiful. out a way. Yeah, I would just figure out a way to make it apply to everybody, or you know what I mean. Wow. So that, and just like the copyright has its own number that everybody flies under, the same would hold true under this. Is that this? But the snowflake by itself, that would be the identifier. That right. and what's weird about that is, you could actually get a uh, embosser that has that Ooh. snowflake on it then too. So everything that you use has that. You know, you put your signature wow. in the thumbprint, then you have the embosser. That might buy wow. five six hundred bucks. <laughs> Just have the just have the cook oh my God. What you know you know what we could do too is we could find a company that would do it and we could say if we order a hundred, will you give us a deal? And I'm sure we could get a bunch of people, you know. That would want to emboss her? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it won't be one of those traditional it it would be it would have to be a, a true I, I mean I've looked at them before and they're they're in the you know, to get a, a true brass plate engraved with the cook snowflake or whatever, you know, it might be um, 500 bucks. But really? it's different. Yeah, For yeah, one? It's a di- yeah, it's a different kind of, I mean, it's it's mm. it's a true custom. It's not a, it, it, they don't, like the one I have, It is that's just a template. I'm talking Generic. about a true custom. Yeah, yeah, point. yeah. Well, then, if they're going to etch it and get it ready, if we say, okay, five hundred for one, but hey, we're going to get you know a hundred people. Yeah, now now How it's much, just, the now handle it's is like, all the same. The plate is different, and they could just make a hundred yeah. of them at once. Yeah. Look at us. I I like it because now I now the uh, now the snowflake is identifying all those that have waived the benef- all benefits without God. Right. That's, that's your wow. position right there. there. There's your position wow. right there. Wow! <laughs> you know what that is? That's the right. new red cross. That's the that's the that's the new red cross. That, that now all of a sudden we just started up a whole other uh, <laughs> the Knights Templar. Baron von Kallenbach. <laughs> the Knights the Knights Sojourner. Wow. Yes. And That's it's amazing. all about God. Now it's all about God again. Now you're right back to where you're protected even by the monsters themselves because that's their position. They know God and they know that every everything that's been created that is outside of that is, is the only thing they can control because Gunan Sanctum says the spiritual man shall be judged by no other man. Find your way to that position and never be bothered again. Wow. All right, we're doing it. <laughs> we're doing it. Uh, I'm, I'll look into the uh, the embosser too because I, I looked at that a couple of years ago, and it was out of my price range. Um, so, yeah, I think that that's where to go. Barry, Barry opened my eyes today again. I forget all about that. You know, that so that 
A, the sojourner is its own mark. You know what I mean? It is its own emblem. It's, it, it becomes a standard. It actually becomes the very signal, sigil, standard, whatever you want to call it. And if we can associate a certain color, mm-hmm. a certain a very specific color, blue or whatever, you know what I mean? Um, it can be associated with a tagline or a, a, uh, a statement, which would be, I waive all benefits without God. Wow. All right. I see so, a flapping in the wind. What's that? What's that? I see it flapping, flapping in the wind already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Instead of what I have on right now, it says live free or die with a rattlesnake on it. You know, don't tread on me. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, well, this is cool. different. Position. I'd wear a Sojourner shirt all the time, man. Yes. I mean, we could do that, too. We could design T-shirts, right? We could have them screen printed. I mean, we could do all sorts of shit. Right. I, I came up with the... I did, I, did come up, I did come up with a T-shirt today after... Was it you that said shit happens? Who was it? Somebody me? said shit happens. Was, somebody sent me an email that said shit happens. Then I thought, why don't we just have a T-shirt that says afterbirth happens. Yeah. <laughs> and then your and then your website on the back. Yeah, afterbirth happens. Number two. Curtis Richard Collin hey, who, who who does number two work for? <laughs> Sorry. Austin, Austin Powers. Yeah. Who does number two work for? Okay, yeah. So we, I think that we got some cool ideas here. I, I, I think that there could be a flag with a, with a a giant blue, you know, uh, coat snowflake on it, and and you've identified your position. Um, you're not trying to do anything goofy because you're actually identifying with God. So you're not trying to create new nation, new country, new, you know what I mean? New society. Ultimately, it's just all based on people that actually have faith in God, identifying them. Wow. Oh, this is huge. I mean, why couldn't we then issue our own travel documents? I think you could, but I, I, I think that um, if a few people that really knew what they were doing were traveling and they got through on this, you know, once a couple people have broken through, uh, yeah, because there are no boundaries in God's, in God's earth. There's no boundaries. I mean, there's no countries. There's no nothing. So for the Pope... You know, he. I bet the Pope doesn't have a passport. Right. Why would he need it? Living men don't deal with the, the, the you know the fictitious realms that are right, designed right. governments and things like that. So a living man that is truly identified with God, he doesn't doesn't need that stuff. Right. Maybe you just have a little book that 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 has places where they would stamp that you're there. You call the consulate in advance and say, "Hi, it's uh, Kurt, Curtis um, Kallenbach, Sojourner." You know, right. and, Society uh, of Sojourner. Yeah, and I, I'll be coming to Germany on the uh, the fifteenth through the thirtieth, and I, I need uh, the consul to receive me. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's what truly taking. Yeah, yeah. Well, you would be. But you would be, yeah. it wouldn't be, you wouldn't be creating a diplomat. You would be positioning yourself as a man of God or a woman of God, that, that, or a man of God, obviously, that would um, not be 
hindered by commercial ports. I mean, why why couldn't we design like a passport book, right? Hardcover, pages inside. On the front of it is the snowflake. On the inside cover, you handwrite, I waive all benefit without God. Some print it. And then somehow, like, design the pages so that they can stamp shit in it. Sure, just a very similar to what they have in a regular one. Yeah. You know, that embosser could be, um, since they're expensive, you wouldn't have to have everybody have one. You know, no, it would be at the society, society headquarters. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with the society. No, not, especially one that identifies... Life. Right. Yeah, I like it. Cool. I feel like I have something to work with here. <laughs> All right. Uh, before you go, what was the other thing we... Oh, last thing we needed to talk about. Are you open, Kurt, to uh, doing some guest appearances? Yeah. I, I think a yeah. couple people have asked me. But absolutely, because, again, I, I feel kind of renewed because of Barry today. Yeah. You know? Sometimes we, I get led astray all the time, too, by whatever it is I'm working on, but the reality is very simple. Just don't let go of the idea, that, that root core idea, which is the waiver itself. You know, it's always going to be the root. Yep. You know? And Barry just proved it again today. Yeah. So. I like it. Okay. Well, What's that? Did he drive home with his van? I don't know. I, I mean, he he wasn't unhappy with the outcome. Yeah. You know, and, and, and another thing I thought about, too, is I know that it's the, it's the character that, that is insured. You know, the birth record itself is, I believe, it's probably an insurance a policy itself. I think that they that's the insured. So having, if, I mean, when people ask me, I mean, can I still insure my car, my truck, you know, my house, whatever, I think you can without any, you know, detriment. I think it's the character itself that is insured. It's sort of a life insurance policy or an annuity for that character. But if you waive, you know, uh, all uh, all benefit without God, it doesn't mean you can't be a smart, prudent man. You know what I mean? But you're waiving all benefit without God. So, you know, you to me, I I don't know that you can have insurance in nature. I'll be honest with you. I, right. I don't know that you can. I, I don't know that you can have insurance driving down the street in your in your car or truck because that is evidence of no faith, just like anything else. This is the this is the argument. Insurance is evidence of no faith. Right. Period. So cool. All right. Um so you're going to get stuff together for Rob for the call on Tuesday, and we'll have a call tomorrow, Monday, with the Kooksvillians. I'll send out a notice to them, and um, you're going to think about how to record the uh, snowflake. I'm going to find waiver. a color. I'm going to find a color that I like. I, first of all, I've always been in love with the Greek flag. Mm. You know, something about the colors. But I'm going to I'm gonna take a blue, you know what I mean? And I'm going to find, a, I mean, the plate blue that I have now is really pretty. It's, it's a really, really nice uh-huh. color blue. I, I'm going to see which one I used. I'll find the actual number 
that yeah. correlates on the, on the color scale um, or color chart. So I'm using an exact number. Um, when I print it off, I'll, it'll be at the uh, uh, like an Office Max or something where they can dial in that color. Well, and you can send it to Rob and Rob or me, and we can use our software to get color it. match it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll do that, and then yeah, then we'll do that, and then uh, we'll just design a, a page or something that that can go be recorded for that, and then from that point forward, we'll just you know whatever plates down the road that need to be colored. I'm going to see if I can match up to the plate I already have because it's it is a cool looking plate. But you know what you could do? Um, just have Debbie take a picture of the plate, and then have her. She could text it to me, the picture. And then I can send that to Rob, get us all on a thread, and then we can test that picture. We can get a color off of that, you know. Right. Just have to be careful of white balance. The plate has right. white like, on it, doesn't it? It's it has white? white. Yeah. A white plate? plate yeah. Pure white. Yeah. yeah, the plate's white, white uh, you know, blue border, and then blue raised letters, and blue snowflake. Right. Uh, yeah, if so your white balance is off, it shifts the color value. The blue. Yeah. Yeah. You could take a picture of it and. Or I could just length. what I could do is say fuck it, and 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 pick out a color blue on a on a wheel that is similar or almost exactly in my eyeballs. Yeah. And then send you that color, and then we just work from there. Yeah. Because I don't think we're going to be able to match it exactly, but I could probably. I I'm not colorblind. Well. And, uh, and I, by the way, I have perfect pitch too, so I can. Although I may be going blind, and <laughs> and I'm I'm losing my ability to listen to people. <laughs> well, I could buy a plate from you and you ship it, and from there I could. Why would Why would I? Yeah, Rob, I'm sure I'm going to sell you a plate. <laughs> I could I could send you one. Uh, just yeah, just you know. In fact, do that. I'll send it out tomorrow or, or Tuesday. Give me um. Give me an address that you can receive. I'll, it'll be just priority mail. So just send that to me, and I'll just mail one out this week when I mail all my other shit out. And then that way all of your plates are, do you know what I mean, they all match the yeah, value yeah. you record. and all, yeah. It just keeps it real stable. Okay. It's like yeah, media it's, management. Yep. Give me an address <laughs> that, it, that you can receive it at, and I'll send it to you this week. Perfect. Thanks. And then I'm going to... I'll send you the, the the bomb factory stuff for Tuesday night, and you can get that ready. Bomb factory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what we're going to be talking yeah. about Tuesday night. The bomb factory. Yeah. Cool. Is that the title? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the title, and it's basically everybody working everywhere, and I'll prove it. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's working in a bomb factory. Yeah. All right. Like On that note, I think we have some fun stuff to do, actually, and yeah. I don't feel so bad so now. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna look up um, the embosser info, whatever yeah, you find, find. Send it to Rob and I, and we can help oh. you research and stuff too. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's some there's some high caliber companies that will do them, you know, with really nicely engraved brass um, plates, and you know they last a long time. So I mean, we may only need one anyway. So. You know, um, and it's, okay. it, it, yeah, and it would be really fun to even have the ability to put 
down the road when there's some money coming into the XYZ is to actually have a card maker that can put that same blue snowflake into the uh, plastic as a hologram, mm. which would be awesome. And then, then we could that might be able to scan a, a, a high-quality thumbprint too and just put it right on there. Man, that would be awesome. Mm. Yep. Love it, love it, love it. Love it. And then and then you could have a white strip all across the back of it where you actually sign it. I all wave all, all I wave yeah. all uh benefit without God. And that's what yeah. you would sign there. You right. know, one of those where it would accept a, a pen or an ink. <laughs> right. Right. At the at the bottom, right below your thumbprint or something. Um and last thing, Rob Will you have time sometime today to send out that email to the Kooksvillians about how to yes. get to the yes. Kooksville? Okay. Because yes. I've been so poking here, around trying to, trying to find, find them hidden. I can't find them. <laughs> That's you okay. Just, you don't know where them. the X is. Can you, can you just put a little face of Waldo on there? Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you can, the computer typing away. If you can put, if you can click on Waldo's face. I mean, you know, anybody with with any sense of how we think, they would know. Oh, I bet this is a hyperlink. They click on <laughs> Waldo's head, it takes them to Cooksville. <laughs> but yeah, right. we don't want everyone to know about Cooksville. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well. well this is right. very inspiring. Um, so, I think we have everything, Rob. I, I think that too. test can go out um, whenever you think it's ready. And not that test, but the um, right, but you can, membership. You don't open. see any, anything to add or edit? Well, I would just say good. update. Private consultation to oh, yeah. um, what did Kurt say? Member Ma- members only calls. Call. You know, members mem- member only calls. You could make it plural because there could be you know maybe twice a month or something, and 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 you know that way people know that there's that it would be pure Q and A. I, I won't be doing any of my bullshit. You know what I mean on the call. It would be pure Q and A where members have an opportunity to ask. About that would what be they're there. listening to. Yeah. yeah, basically, yeah, not, uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I was pulled over last night for, uh, yeah, I don't care. I'm sorry, man. Click. <laughs> what? So, uh, do I file the non-joinder? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, whatever. Forgive them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, what I want you to do is go back into the archives seven years ago. Well, they only go back <laughs> five. I know. <laughs> Click. <laughs> Click. I want you to find the stuff I was working on eight years ago. You weren't even involved. I know. Click. <laughs> Click. <laughs> refund. Refund. <laughs> refund. <laughs> IP block. Yeah. <laughs> All righty. Cool. I, uh, I feel like we got some, some cool stuff. And I really think, and seriously, because of some of the incredible successes with the plates, this stuff with Barry was was beautiful, and really to have it all click together would be amazing mm-hmm. to have those plates tied to that waiver. Yeah. Unbelievable. Huge. Love it. 
Yeah, Amazing. no shit. Now, now you're Amazing. now you. There's your team right there, just like Pink yeah. Floyd says. Whose shirt you wear? Whose shirt you wear? What team are you at? What standard do you go by? I go by this, and you know what? Sorry, I'm not buying it. Yep. I'm not buying what you're selling. Yep. <laughs> That's a good title for next week. I'm not buying it. Mm. That'll be all about the insurance shit. What they've done. You mean this week or next week? Um, my head's around the bomb factory. Okay. I, I <laughs> you really like that, don't you? <laughs> I do because everybody's in it and they don't even yeah. know. Yeah. You know, don't you don't get to walk away from this, you know? Yeah. But I, yeah. I can't get I can't get that picture of, you know, uh, I love Lucy when she's tapping the the tip of those bombs as they're going past on that conveyor belt. Right. <laughs> to see if the bombs actually work. <laughs> <laughs> what is it, quality control or something like that? I don't know, I forgot, but yeah, something goofy, stupid like that. I'm not sure which one it was, but you know. Anyway. Okay. All right, cool. I, I'll okay. dig around and get that stuff done. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. Cool. Bye, right. everybody. Talk right. to you later yeah. then. See yeah. you guys. Bye. Bye Goodbye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.